0: One of the most unsettling feelings in the world for me is not being prepared. I hate that feeling. I have recurring nightmares about not being prepared for something. When you mix that with being both a perfectionist and a procrastinator, it is a recipe for a chaotic mess of emotions. Our focus text for this week brings us to a parable Jesus taught after his triumphant entry into Jerusalem and before his crucifixion. It's a parable that we tend to hear in November or sometimes even during Lent. It's about ten bridesmaids or virgins, depending on what translation you use, five foolish and five wise. Then the kingdom of heaven will look like this. Ten bridesmaids took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. When the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the wise took flasks of oil for their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, all of them became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a shout, look, here's the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those bridesmaids got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish said to the wise, give us some of your oil for our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, no, there will not be enough for you and for us. You'd better go to the dealers and buy some for yourselves. And while they went to buy it, The bridegroom came and those who were ready went with him into the wedding banquet and the door was shut later the other bridesmaids came also saying lord lord open to us but he replied truly i tell you i do not know you keep awake therefore for you know neither the day nor the hour the bridesmaids were waiting for the arrival of the bridegroom but he was delayed they all fell asleep waiting Now, it wasn't in the falling asleep that the bridesmaids were considered foolish because all of them fell asleep. It was after they awoke because the bridegroom was on his way when the five realized that, oh my gosh, our lamps went out and they didn't have extra oil. The five considered wise had brought extra oil with them, being prepared for the possibility of the delay. The five without rushed about to go buy more oil, but by the time they came back, the bridegroom had already arrived and they were locked out of the party. In the times you have heard this text, I would imagine that you may have heard something about how this means, well, you should always be prepared for any possibility. And I wonder though, if it's not so much that the bridesmaids ran out of oil, but the fact that they left their post to go buy more oil, thus missing the arrival of the bridegroom and being locked out of the party. The job of the bridesmaids was to welcome the bridegroom to the party. Having lights for their lamps would certainly have been beneficial, but were having the lighted lamps more necessary than just being there to welcome him? Those bridesmaids got caught up in believing that their primary purpose was to have oil in their lamps, when in fact, that was just a secondary concern. One of my favorite Christmas books is How the Grinch Stole Christmas. The tale of the Grinch, who hates Christmas and everything that has to do with Christmas, is a classic. The Grinch thinks that by stealing all of the Christmas presents and decorations and food from the Who's in Whoville, he will stop Christmas from coming. He dresses as Santa, and along with his dog Max, he steals every last decoration and present and crumb of food from the Who's. Only to be shocked on Christmas morning when the Who's gathered in the town square and sang about Christmas. To quote from the book, and the Grinch, with his Grinch feet ice cold in the snow, stood puzzling and puzzling. How could it be so? It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packages, boxes, or bags. And he puzzled and puzzled till his puzzler was sore. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. What if Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store? What if Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more? The Grinch reminds me of the five foolish bridesmaids who got so caught up in not having any oil that they didn't realize their primary and most important job was to welcome the bridegroom. We get so caught up in those secondary concerns also and forget to keep the main thing the main thing. And what is our main thing? It's loving God and loving others as ourselves. When welcoming others, hospitality is super important. Hospitality is a welcome. It's defined as the friendly and generous reception and entertainment of guests, visitors, or strangers. When I think of hospitality, I think of getting a warm fuzzy, like I'm welcome and like I belong. Feeling comfortable and not like I need to put up a front. It's like curling up on the couch in front of the fireplace wrapped in a warm blanket watching cheesy Christmas movies, having a sense of peace like even if the world is imploding around us all is going to be okay. Now to revisit the idea of being prepared that is still an important part of hospitality. Sometimes though we get thrown a curveball and need to make do with what we have. The bridesmaids are an example of this. They were not prepared for the long wait, and instead of making do and greeting the bridegroom with no light from their lamps, they took off to buy more oil, thus missing the arrival of the bridegroom and the party. There are times when we do run out of stuff and when we're not fully prepared. Now, for those of us who thrive on preparedness, that is super uncomfortable. And our first instinct is to go and get whatever we need, but then risk missing out. I think of the Who's in Whoville, who awoke on Christmas morning to find all of their presents and decorations and food were gone. But instead of running around trying to find more, they gathered together in the square and sang. They made do with what they had and still welcomed Christmas morning. And the Grinch, seeing this, returned everything and was welcomed in, even carving the roast beast at their Christmas feast. Maybe a part of imperfect hospitality is making do with what we have, reminding others that it's not about the wrappings and the trimmings, but instead about welcoming others in. When we think of the story of Jesus, Jesus was born in a stable surrounded by animals because there was no room for his parents in the inn. He was wrapped in bands of cloth and laid in the manger, the place where the animals had their food. He was welcomed by those shepherds those who were considered some of the least in society. And Mary and Joseph made do with what they had, and they still welcomed their son into the world. It wasn't perfect, but the imperfect is made perfect in the hands of God. That is the good news for us today. Thanks be to God for it. Amen. next week I encourage you to take a deeper look on this text by journaling about meditating on or talking about these questions either by yourself or with another person or a small group. The first is what does hospitality look and feel like to you? And second, what is a trap that you fall into with making a secondary concern more important than the primary concern, especially when welcoming others?